Welcome back to the Printulu podcast. Printulu is passionate about helping small businesses grow their business in an omnichannel world. That is why we have started this podcast to help businesses navigate this difficult time. I'm your host, Trudy Kutsia, and today I have with me Megan Casey and Steve Frenevolt. Um, they are from Terracore, which is a successful marketing agency that is focused on helping forward-thinking businesses develop and implement sustainable digital solutions. Uh, Terracore was founded in 2012. Megan, you are the director. Um, yes. And Steve, you are the business partner and web developer, if I'm understanding this correctly. <laughs> That's me. Well, well, CTO. <laughs> let's, let's, let's pump it up a little. I'm the CTO. Yay. <laughs> All right, the CTO. Cool, thank you. Um, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Um, so, obviously, you guys specialize in the digital marketing space. Printulu is a printing company. We're an online printing company, so we specialize more on the offline marketing, but we're very focused on helping people have an omni-channel approach, so that's why this is, like, really interesting. Um, I would like to know, how would you advise businesses right now to approach their marketing and design currently? Well... What, I, what I've noticed is that there's still a lot of, I guess, barriers to entry when it comes to, to e-commerce. People are still skeptical of, can I put my credit card details into this website? Mm. How do I know that they're going to deliver? And there's also a, a big, I don't, I don't know if it's misconception, but with a lot of, a lot of small businesses, they, they have this idea that, oh, I'm going to get my e-commerce website and then the customers are just going to come flooding in. Mm. And then it doesn't matter how beautiful their website is, how good the checkout flows are, how good the, the whole user experience is, if on their end they're not going to be able to deliver or if they're so removed from their own processes that they, they outsource the whole marketing to a digital agency mm. and then they just want to do the performance. They don't really want to be involved in their social media pages or with their marketing. And, and I think that's something that's shifting. So mm. what we've seen is, for example, we've got some clients who have online stores and they, they just outsource their marketing to us. And then we go, okay, but who runs the business? Do you guys have LinkedIn accounts? Do you guys, are you guys on Facebook? Do you, are you actively marketing your page and being brand ambassadors or, do you just want that whole thing outsourced to, to a digital agency? And that's not, that's not working anymore. Yeah. The, those, those days are behind us. So what we really try to do is, is get clients way more involved at every level. We want to make it easy for them to be involved in the social media. We, we try, I guess, coach them on, on having a digital presence because that's the, that's the most important thing now. Mm. In, in lockdown... The only skill that you that you if if you sell a physical good and now e-commerce is opening up again, but for the last two months, if you sold physical goods and you couldn't deliver the goods to your clients, what what use were you? Mm. And, and my answer to that was, you're you're a consultant now. You've got knowledge about your industry that's super valuable, so you should be blogging about it. You should be writing articles on LinkedIn, but very few people follow through with that. They still they still don't see the value of, of marketing. Mm. They, don't, they don't understand that they have to be actively involved in their business, in the key messaging, in their brand personality. All of this stuff's really important. It's getting more and more important. Mm. And I think that's a, that's a shift that's changing. 
Um, I, especially in South Africa, I think there is a bit of a reluctance to kind of adapt and go online. That digital shift is a lot slower to happen. And I've also seen with a lot of people, they kind of have a, a Facebook page if, and that's kind of, it just sits there. They're not really sure what to do with it. So that's absolutely true. I completely agree. But I think Hopefully we're going to see now a bit of a, I think people are realizing uh, the, that there is a real need for this. I don't know if you agree with me. And uh, yeah, do you think this is going to shift going forward? Do you think we're going to see a bigger immigration almost onto online marketing, into e-commerce? Well, running an e-commerce store is just as difficult, if not more, than running a brick and mortar store. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's definitely something that I've picked up on as well. When I chat to clients, they think of their website as an online di- um, sort of business card where people can go to find their details. Yeah. But your website is a living, breathing thing that needs to be maintained. You need to alter it to suit your audience. Mm-hmm. And in order to be able to do that, you need to have an in-depth understanding of your audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also if you're, if you're selling products like... You, you sell something once off, let's say you sell bicycles. You sell a bicycle, someone buys it, and then you never hear them again. And how are you going to resell or upsell to that specific client? What aftermarket services do you provide? Yeah. Do, you, do you have a newsletter that goes out with events that you're hosting? Mm. So there's a lot of... Um, Ongoing partnerships and relationships, I think, as opposed to just this cold sort of one-off sale. I think even yeah. if you do sell a product, like like Steve was mentioning, you know, it's like what happens after that? How do I develop this relationship? Yeah. So, so what is what is your plans for <laughs> monthly recurring revenue with the client base that you've already developed? Because customer acquisition is, is super expensive. So now you've got a new client, but what are you doing to to re-engage them? How do you keep them buying from you? What are you providing? What's your personality? Why should they go to your Facebook page? Why should they come back to your website again and again? And, and that's, that's something that's very tricky to um, expose people to, to get them into that mindset of you're not just going to sell this product once off. You, once you've done the hard work of getting a client, what are you going to do to keep them happy and coming back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an extremely competitive market. I think a lot of people are maybe very reliant on how great the product is. But at the end of the day, you need, you do need to reach out. You do need to nurture that connection. I completely agree. So especially uh, digging into what you mentioned about content and constantly, you know, your brand consistency maybe. Is there any advice that you can give business owners on this? Especially considering the audience that's going to be listening to this, uh, small business owners with maybe a very limited budget right now. What kind of content can they be putting out? How can they be building their brand, considering the budget, considering the difficulty of the situation that we find ourselves in? Um, well, traditionally, I think marketing budgets and ad spends are the first thing that's that's cut in this sort of crisis. But mm-hmm. um, we've seen something different happening <laughs> happening with this case. I think it is a special case, and. Um, People are shifting away from, they're they're looking for something real and authentic, Mm. and that's not necessarily expensive to make. Um, It it doesn't matter if you're shooting a video on your phone and your dog's in the background. That's (laughs) a real connection that people can make with you um, that actually enhances your brand as opposed to detracting from it. So I think there's definitely going to be a shift from these 
sort of archaic methods of producing content mm-hmm. like you know developed for for television and a, a, you need a full scale production yes, yeah. you don't need to you don't like rather get your voice out there and show your personality through your brand don't be don't be afraid to to sort of show who you are to your audience that's mm-hmm. what they that's what they're craving for now yeah so so everything that was a good idea pre-covid this pre-covid post-covid <laughs> everything that was a good idea pre-covid like content marketing and blogging that was a good idea before and it's an even better idea now so if you if you have an opinion if you have a voice if you're a thought leader in your industry then improve it to people you should be you should be developing content for for your linkedin page you should be developing content for your for your blog and don't be scared of what you put out there it doesn't need to be perfect people don't want perfect anymore i think they over all like you know it's it's superficial and it doesn't yeah. make any hold any real relationship or make any real connection mm-hmm. um so don't be afraid to test different things i mean no one knows what the next sort of meme is going to be or viral <laughs> content and yeah I've, i've seen it with a lot of the small suppliers that i use um they they you know they they really got involved and genuinely came from a place of wanting to give you know provide value and service their audiences over this time and serve their community over this time and people are going crazy for it because it's it feels real you know yeah. well it is real i guess <laughs> i guess at the end of the day it is it is yeah. real yeah, so you can you can hire a, a pr agency to buy some ad time on 702 or something but that's extremely expensive and i don't think it's going to get you the results you're expecting it's mm-hmm. not it's not a guarantee that you're going to get this many listeners and those many people are going to follow through it's way easier to write a heartfelt post on facebook write a engaging article and mm-hmm. post it onto linkedin start a discussion and and get people engaged and speaking to you yeah. than just releasing a, a youtube advert or something and, and hoping for the best mm. so yeah things um, things that were a good idea are, are still more are even more important now so so if i was going to tell anyone anything would be focus on your content marketing focus on even if you're like an electrician how are you going to stand out from the other other electricians so let's say a, a good looking website's going to help but if you can provide good advice for free like oh you've got an earth leakage here's how you fix it and you put that on your blog that's way more helpful than spending a couple of thousand rand on facebook ads that you don't know are going to convert so, the other thing that i'd like to add to that is just i think that technology is also a catalyst for this because people are empowered now to be able to make their own videos they can experiment with all of these different types of media and Yeah, I, I definitely think this is a trend that isn't going. It's it, well, yeah, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> it's not going away. You need to. You need to stay. Yeah. So I mean, get on, get on board with this while while you're still ahead of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also think people are quite quite reluctant. Um, I've I've been recording. I think. Before before all of this happened, it would be a lot more face to face, and I'd go for face to face training when I would teach people how to use WordPress or how to do their digital marketing. I would go face to face and chat to them, and then I don't know. The face to face is nice, but it's a very 
it gives you a false sense of you've actually accomplished something because mm. you've got the car ride to the thing and you've got the scheduled time when you're going to do it and then you sit down and they're paying you for your time per hour and then the training session's finished and then hopefully they've learned something and then the follow-up emails is like what a pain they obviously didn't listen when I was teaching them so I started just screen recording myself I've got my little face in the corner I wave at them I tell jokes while I do it and then I send them maybe 30 videos over the space of a month teaching them small little ideas mm. and I've got analytics on the videos watching that seeing that they've actually watched and I can see that they've gone onto their website and done the things that I've told them to do and this stuff's not expensive to do it's it's there are, there are lots of free softwares that make these options available to you mm. so if you you're a small business and you've got to cut marketing budgets, then you're not going to find salvation in just dumping more ads, uh, getting rid of, <laughs> dumbing down your message and getting rid of, of the content and just pumping more advertising money into it. Absolutely. You have to focus on your voice and you have to focus on the content that you're releasing. It has to be of good quality mm. and you mustn't be scared like, of, of putting, putting yourself out there. Mm. There's, there's always going to be haters, but but don't let one hater um, <laughs> like detract you from from getting your voice out there. And, and oftentimes, it's where you do sort of fall short, where people really relate to you. You know, you exposing mm. you expo- it shows that you're exposing yourself to them and and open to creating a real relationship with them. Okay. So I don't know. A lot of our clients have been too shy to get onto camera or I don't look good enough or they come with like caked on makeup and it's like you don't need any of that oh, nice. like nice. rather, rather <laughs> yourself you know, yeah. people are not over the I think also if you do stay true to yourself and you focus on being completely transparent at the end of the day you're also ensuring that you attract the right kind of customer the kind of ideal persona that you're actually looking for and it's actually only going to benefit you in the long run um, but I want to get back to um the fact that everyone now has accessibility to be posting things. I mean, the market is actually super, especially the online space at the moment is so saturated with COVID-19 coronavirus. It's, it's, it's everywhere. And it's actually exhausting at this point. Would you say that businesses, especially thinking about blogs and the type of content they're putting out there, would you say that they should also kind of ju- not jump on the bandwagon perhaps, but also address that? Or do you think it's wiser to stay away from that and focus on business-related content? I think it's very important. We can't ignore the elephant in the room. Mm. But you also don't want to, let's say, pandemic profiteering. You don't want this to be... You don't, you don't want to put, make people scared about, about the situation. It's, it's, it's a pretty real situation. So when it comes to COVID, address the situation, but people are tired of it. Um, we, we've been in lockdown for a couple of months now. We know, we know COVID's here. We, we understand no, that. We. <laughs> like, we're aware that, that this is the current situation, but the, unless, unless your specific niche is exactly dealing with COVID, then address it and focus on what can you what what where can you add value where can you add value yeah 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 i think that really that really is it in a nutshell it's like where where can you help and the opportunities will follow even if your industry has been completely destroyed it's a time to reassess like well where else can i provide value how else can i provide value and instead of focusing on profits and promotion and coming across as, as tone deaf and just annoying everyone, 
rather try and find opportunities because opportunities will come if you if you um, giving up your time and and you focus on on really just genuinely helping people mm. use this time to explore new tools I mean like I said before there's so many new technologies available you don't you need to just google something to be able to understand how to do something really really complicated and I mean I've seen with my own mom <laughs> I've been like uh, sort of taking a stab at her and every time she asks me something I'm like let me google that for you and it's I've seen the shift in her mindset and now she's sort of like unstoppable like she uses G Suite better than I do and I think people need to embrace that and empower themselves so so with a lot of the small businesses they've got they've got small advertising and marketing budgets that are getting even smaller yeah but now they might have, this is our social media manager, this is our webmaster, this is our email campaign person, this is our copywriter. Mm. But I can now that if I had a copywriter that could write copy, make the cover image for the blog post, and post that blog post onto the website all in one, I would pay them more than triple than what I would pay those three separate people individually. So, so basically take this opportunity to upscale yourself where you can. There are so many free online resources available. I completely agree. I do think, look, obviously it is a difficult time and I think a lot of people are really struggling with how to deal with it, how to cope with it. And there is a lot of pressure online to kind of make the most out of this time. And it's not necessarily always realistic. Some people do struggle. But I do think um, that where there is time, especially as a business owner, to try and upskill yourself and upskill your team, I think is a very worthwhile investment. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. No, definitely. And also, like, why do you need a copywriter to pick your brain for your business insights when you could just write that yourself and put it straight onto LinkedIn and it will have more impact? Also, who has a better understanding of your business and your processes and your team than you do? Like, you, you can't outsource someone and expect them to get a one hour briefing over a zoom call and understand every single complexity within your business mm-hmm. um that's that's a role that you need to fill that's a role that only you can fill so i think that these small business owners also just need to step up to the challenge it's like don't be afraid it's it's not about getting everything 100 percent right it's mm-hmm. just about um giving an accurate portrayal of your company and having an in-depth understanding of your company. So um, then I just have one last question for you guys. Um, so we've, we've talked a little bit, we've touched a little bit on the social changes that we're seeing now, the societal changes, or, you know, a large online shift to social media and so on. We also spoke now, people are working from home. Do you think that that's going to change um, going forward? How do you think this, is gonna, this space is going to change um, how do you think businesses can also benefit from these social changes that we're seeing now in this lifestyle going forward, especially in a marketing space? Things got really, really competitive or have been really, really competitive for a long time where everyone tries to hide their secrets or, you know, the, the secret code recipe. And I think that we're moving towards a space where people are going to work collaboratively just because they've got the tools to do that. And mm. there's so much work to go around. So that's definitely something that I've found um, with with our partners. I mean, we've, we've actually developed some nice partnerships over this time just mm-hmm. because someone needs help and they're forced to actually get in touch with us and be like, we need help in this area of our business and just deal directly with the client. Yeah. So as opposed to having this 
this sort of structure where it's like everyone adds their little bit of markup and it's like I'm reselling this supplier's services who's reselling this supplier's services. Mm-hmm. It's it's more about just being transparent with people and being like we're working in collaboration to solve this problem with you. Yeah. Megan, Steve, um, thank you for joining me and sharing your knowledge with our audience. I think that is all we have time for today. We've actually been going on for quite a while. I think we could talk about this all night. <laughs> But um, I don't want to be taking up too much of your time, especially after hours. Thank you so much. And uh, good luck with all of your adventures going forward. Um, please stay safe and have a fantastic weekend and week ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed and I'm proud of you for taking this initiative. I think it's really cool. And Thank I'd like so to yeah, chat to you again sometime. Yeah, of course. Guys. Thank you. Please keep in touch. Um, if there's anything you need from my side, please let me know.